Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast. My name is Adam Richardson. This is episode number 91. And I'm going to keep things pretty swift this episode because it is baking hot in my little office. Uh, I'm not going to do classic British person who complain because it's just a little bit too warm. But it is a little bit too warm. Anyway, by the time this comes out, it'll be raining. So uh, let's move on, shall we? Last week, or a couple of weeks ago on episode 90, we had Lewis and Mario from Touchline Fracas talking all about their great football podcasts. Uh, we had Holly Rubenstein from The Travel Diaries. And we had Hannah Walker-Brown from Broccoli Content talking about um, anthems she was when she first appeared a few weeks back. Um, and they've just released another new podcast called Cancelled. Uh, which looks very interesting. Uh, the team at Broccoli doing great stuff. All right, here today we have a brand new guest to kick things off and it's very exciting. It's a guy who uh, I have a lot of respect for. It's a podcast that is one of the OGs. It's been going for a long, long time and you're going to hear all about it now as I got to talk to Dan Snow all about Dan Snow's history hit. Okay, it's time for another Pod Bible podcast, and I'm joined today by Dan Snow. Hi, Dan. How are you? Good, man. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. Um, so, Dan, obviously, I mean, a lot of people will be aware of you. You've done all sorts of great work, but we're here today specifically to talk about your podcast, uh, which is, of course, History Hit. Um, it's been going for quite a while. I'm sure you've enjoyed seeing the podcast industry go crazy and every Tom, Dick and Harry get into doing podcasting. But how did your show first come about and, uh, and why podcasting? Yeah, well, uh, you know, you're, it's so weird, isn't it? Like, I was, it was in 2015. I'd been working as a TV presenter for 12 years. I was an established, you know, I was making shows on BBC One about the Vikings, you know, big sort of working on big national events, anchoring shows, BBC, working on Discovery in the US. So big sort of, so someone sidled up to me, a guy called Dan Morrell, a, a, a charity of, uh, no, a, a sort of, uh, uh, an event for the Battle of Waterloo 200, so trying to raise awareness this big battle from British history. And he goes, you know, I, I, I've, I've sort of followed your work and, and um, think it's really interesting in history. You should look at podcasts. And I was like, podcasts? <laughs> like, I, didn't Ricky Gervais do those in like 2001? Like, I don't, what? And then, and then I knew that Serial was going bonkers, but I was like, well, what, like Serial? And uh, he was like, yeah, yeah everyone's, everyone's, um, everyone's going to start listening to them. It's going to be really good. So I went away and did a little bit of research and listened to a few little things and rang him up and said, okay, well, I'd love you to do a podcast for me. And do you know what's amazing is those people listening out there who are thinking about doing it is like, I am not someone who likes quoting Chinese proverbs that probably aren't actually Chinese proverbs, probably made up. <laughs> but I think there's one which really spoke to me, which is the best time to plant a tree is five years ago. Like we can all agree that it's like the best time to plant a tree. The second best time is now. Like mm -hmm. we all wish we'd done something five years ago. So I remember in 2015 just going, and it, we, I started this pod and it, it went quite well, but I was like, man, I wish I'd known this. It's great. I'm, it's self-commissioning. I've got freedom. I'm not going to the BBC going, please, can I make a show about this? And they're like, no, you're an idiot. Um, I just do exactly what I want to do. I, 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 go, and I mix it up. I mix up formats. Sometimes I'm out on the road. I'm talking to people in museums and members of the public, whatever. Other times I'm sitting in my house talking to a, a world-renowned historian in America or a civil rights activist or something over, you know, over Zoom, whatever. I'm like, this is wonderful, but I wish I'd been doing it. I wish I'd done it five years ago. It's so frustrating. I've only got a few thousand listeners. And of course, now I'm sitting here so glad I did start in 2015. And yeah. So, so the lesson is just get out there and start it. And it'll be miserable and, and embarrassing for the first few weeks and months. You've got the little tiny listening figures. But then five years down the line, you'll be like, oh, my God, thank you, five-year-old me. Um, I'm really... <laughs> really glad to that and now 
it's taken over my life. You know, I don't do conventional TV work anymore. I mean, I was looking at starting a video channel while I started that podcast. So I, I merged two together. I've now got the History Hit podcast. And then a video, like a Netflix for History, a video documentary channel, which we now, which, you know, the pod feeds into. It's all really brilliant and mutually whatever. And uh, I, so I've got this amazing life, digital life. I've had this reinvention in my in my 40s as a, as a middle-aged bloke. I don't do television anymore. Um, it's been the most extraordinary renaissance for me and, and I'm just incredibly lucky. Brilliant. Okay. And it must be, uh, you know, during the last 18 months that we've had, it, it must have been amazing to have had all this uh prepared for you and ready to go in the sense that you know you weren't able to go and make tv shows right or or unless you were just filming it at home in in your office but podcasting you just need an internet connection a microphone and you can keep going no i mean i I, yeah again speak about lucky i mean i just can't imagine what the last two years must be if i had an old-fashioned job which was sort of traipsing around various tv broadcasts and begging them to let me do stuff and also i'm you know i'm less attractive now because i'm sort of just a sort of posh white bloke in my 40s you know when I was in yeah. my 20s rapping about history everyone thought well that's kind of cool a sort of youngish person knows about history but now I'm just another another of the many old boring old men who talk about history all the time right <laughs> so so yeah so my career I think would have I would have really struggled I, I'm you know I would have gone round and yeah TV died a death last year and instead it's been some of the most busiest and rewarding time in my life and also the reactive, you know, as you know, man, the, the react, the reaction is so great. Like when Afghanistan fell last weekend, I mean, it seems so weird saying that Kabul fell last mm. weekend. We had two pods within two days. Like, I mean, we had the world's great expert William Dalrymple talking about it, and a US guy worked at the CIA, worked at Nas- Barack Obama's National Security Council. Boom, on the pod within three days of it happening. We, that is during COVID. We had really. I don't know, I think we did our best work and, and we produced, like, I think quite important content about previous diseases, what happens in previous lockdowns, pandemics, why social distancing, hand washing, how we learned that stuff. Well, we learned it because of previous pandemics. Um, vaccines, the, the, you know, when the vaccine was announced, we had one of the world's leading vaccine historians, one of the, like a guy who himself has invented a vaccine for a, um, a disease in America on the pod immediately and, and vast numbers of people listen to that. So I don't know. I, I think it was it was really special to be part of at that time. And Boris Johnson almost died. Oh, well, he was hospitalised with COVID, mm. UK Prime Minister. Uh, we, you know, we, we went back immediately and talked to a historian about David Lloyd George being hospitalised during the Spanish influenza, so-called Spanish influenza of 1918-1920. And we discovered that Lord Salisbury, the Prime Minister in the 1890s, was almost, almost killed in the so-called Russian influenza. So, you know, bringing this context to life, and it just felt like, I don't know, I was not an emergency worker, but it definitely felt like we were able to, in our my little corner of the internet, we were able to kind of bring a bit of being a, a bit of a long view and a bit of context what was, what we're all living through yeah yeah and that's sort of essentially sort of how it started right the 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 idea for the podcast in a way is sort of looking at things that are happening right now and then and then going back and seeing you know ha- ha- similar events in history what we've learned what we didn't learn from that kind of stuff yeah the nice thing I've, yeah yes it was i mean I, so i guess my background is my mum and dad are both journalists so i mm. so i grew up in a family that was like bonkers about history and and, and news but so their history though was like the, the, they were going out covering war zones in Sar, like Sarajevo and they go out to Rwanda or in the, this in the 90s. And so they'd want to know the history of why those things had happened. So I grew up in like loving history, but it wasn't like Henry VIII and his cod piece. It was like, well, so in the Middle East, you know, what, at what stage did 
the British and French give backing to the Israelis over the Palestinian, you know, so it's kind of recent history. So I go and study history at university and looked at becoming a historian, get sort of thinking about a PhD and then ended up becoming a broadcaster. And so my love of history is very much from that journalist parents kind of trying to work out what's going on today. So, so yeah, the podcast initially, I wanted to sit in the space between kind of traditional history and, and news and current affairs. But right. I ended up just doing everything because that's the one thing about podcasts. So I ended up going, actually, I'll do a bit of Roman history this week. Let's do it. So I think between you and me, the episodes I enjoy the most are the ones where we do just go, right, something's kicking off. Like this is what, like, for, well, I don't know, the Middle East is a great example, right? The uh, upsurge in violence earlier this year. And I was able to get like three or four historians on over, over a couple of weeks going, right, what, you know, why? What's going on here? What's, what is the Gaza Strip? Who, why is there violence in the Gaza Strip? I got a Palestinian historian on, I got Israeli historians on, I got British, I got, you know, neutral. So, I mean, you know, I got p- people from other countries. So, those are the episodes that I probably enjoy the most. But at the same time, it's really fun. I did one the other day with a brilliant Irish historian. She just talked me through Louis XIV's mistresses. Like, so we just sometimes do just do a bit of proper random history where there's no particular kind of contemporary lesson. Although great men and their mistresses is always important and always has mm. context, right? So even when you're talking about like random medieval stuff, you still are thinking, well, it's beginning to sound a bit familiar. There's a few, you know, yeah. US presidents and British prime ministers this reminds me of. Yeah, it's all cyclical. Yeah, all these things start happening again and again. They all um, rhyme. So I'm, I'm guessing that obviously, you know, since we've had the move to having to record so much of this kind of thing over Zoom or over the internet, that that's just given you incredible access as well, right? Were, were you recording a lot of your interviews face-to-face previously or were you doing internet-based stuff? Yeah, I was doing face. I liked face-to-face mm. and I do miss it. Yeah, so we went to we went to remote and it, the good thing is that people said yes a lot more. So we've you know, been able to get yeah. some great people on and also look at more US stuff, which is important and um some australian stuff around captain cook particularly talking to some aboriginal historians about that so yeah i i, I do miss i think we'll go back to you know Adam, we'll go back to a blended work mode you know i mean I like everyone so. right i, I hope mean, so um, i hope so but it'd be nice to i do find i mean you and i are having nice back and forth i do find with some academic historians I, I like to kind of chip in and make it a bit i don't they, they give i'm like why did the second world war begin and they just give a five minute answer mm. When you're in the flesh, you, you've got little ways of, sort of interjecting and, and uh, sometimes a bit of lightheartedness or sometimes to keeping them on course. Or When it's online, they, they can get a bit of a head of steam up and you, you kind of have to start uh, waving a bit and then they think you're mad. But um, Because the back and forward is what makes podcasts, I think, better. Yes. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think particularly, I mean, it's it's not too bad when it's one on one like this. But if you're if you're with two or three people, then yeah, it's much easier when you're in the room together. But I think from from our perspective, obviously, this has given us amazing access to to some wonderful podcasters here and, and abroad. Um, and some really big names who definitely wouldn't have taken an hour out of their schedule to come to a studio in, in London and, you know, get jump on the tube to come and talk to me. But when it's opening their laptop for, for an hour, then, uh, well, for an hour, I say, for, for half an hour, 20 minutes or whatever, then then it's doable, you know? So, uh, yeah, I think I think you're right. A bit of a blend moving forward will, will work well. Because tr- traditionally, did you try and do all yours in person? Yes, yeah. And that, and that was great. Um, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed going. We, we used to use the ACAR studio. And so we'd just invite people. We'd block out an hour or two and then we'd just have back-to-back guests. And it was great to meet them, have a little chat, get them a drink, you know, and have that little back and forth beforehand before you then press record. You don't do that as much with, with this kind of thing. 
Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? Yeah, it's a trade-off for the sort of bigger and it is. More, bigger guests, but more it's easier access and and also mm. work-life balance. Quite nice for me not to have to go into London and and record with all the guests. I've seen a lot more of my family and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I bet. Um, I'm sure this will echo conversations going up and down the country, whatever whatever career people are in, whatever industry. It's a, it's the same. I mean, I do. It is lovely shaking someone's hand and. And then you end up having little creative conversations and mm. find out what they're working on next, and you end up thinking, oh, I might come and film that for the History Hit TV channel. Or, you know, you, you do nice little things tend to spiral off when you meet in, in person. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Great. So uh, before we finish off, you did mention briefly the, the History Hit Network. Um, I just thought it might be great to, 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 to sort of let people know about that. If they're not aware, I'm sure, you know, your, your podcasts are very big and successful, and I'm sure people will have, will have checked it out if they haven't already hopefully they'll go and do it after this but the network what 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 do you have on there is it all similar to kind of podcasts is it very yeah. varied and different for the moment well like everyone we're sort of everyone's releasing podcasts hand over mm. fist so we've got a few, <laughs> we've got a few non-history ones in the pipeline but at the moment we've released several history ones and i guess the idea is we've got a brilliant i mean it's such a good story we've got the guy this guy this guy came to us as a graduate fresh out of uni called tristan hughes I mean, so passionate and so obsessed with ancient history. And he was just, he was just around the office. He was like, you know, like fixing, I mean, he was literally doing anything, right? Getting the photocopy, helping me the live tour. We'd build a little stage together and he'd sell the merch afterwards. And eventually we're like, let's give Tristan a podcast. And so he's done the ancients oh, wow. and he built, he's built it up. I mean, honestly, it he's built up himself, no media attention nothing and it's got it's getting hundreds of thousands of streams a week it's bonkers it's one of those great old school podcast stories you know and and um he's coming on leaps and bounds and not and, and and so I, and then we saw that and thought well let's try and sort of do podcasts specific like history podcasts for each period that people tend to find fascinating so we've got kind of a, mm. a military world war one world war two kind of silo and then we've got a shooters of shooters and renaissance and then we've got medieval and we've got tristan yes yeah, it's, it's it's obvious stuff but and the idea that one of those episodes will get played on mine each week and then mine will kind of sit uh no, like i don't know so, so if you want the for like the proper true history fans that want that proper geeky content they can go they come through mine if you like and then they get pushed into stuff like deep dives into like crazy medieval or early modern stuff so that's that's yeah that's the idea and then we're releasing a few more we'll see i don't know do you think do you think we're reaching saturation now you tell me you know more about the market than oh, what's going man. on with pods I have peaks and troughs. You know, I think there was there was a moment during the first, I think it was the first lockdown, when Louis Theroux released his podcast. And I remember seeing that pop up on my phone and I thought, oh no, you know, now, I mean, great, because it's going to be good and I'm going to want to listen to it. And at least you know that he is, is going, they're going to be well-researched and they're going to be good interviews and they're going to be engaging. He's going to get some interesting guests. But I thought now everybody who's stuck at home is going to be releasing a new podcast. And that did sort of come to fruition. You saw a lot of celebrity ones and a lot of them have... Uh, either dropped off or, or, or you know some of them have kept going and I was panicking thinking how am I going to keep up with this but then I was, so I was speaking to somebody I think um, a friend who works in music journalism and he was saying I never panic I never feel like I need to listen to every album that comes out you know I just need to keep across that you know what's going on I need to I need to be making sure that I'm listening to the big uh the heavyweights and then I'm keeping an eye on what's happening in the independence and that's what we try to do try and do at pod bible have a good a good mix and uh not think we have to check out everything because it's insane how many new ones are, are being released each week that's now. crazy but do you think that, that can the can, can the audience support new releases do you think it's like are, are more and more are more new people coming into it as consumers 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do think so because again, one of the one of the big complaints of the, you know, a lot of people have is, oh, it's all the big celebrities coming in and doing it, and they're sort of making it harder for the little guy. But then I think these big celebrities are bringing in these swathes of people who hadn't even heard of podcasting, weren't aware of podcasting, and you think, hopefully, somebody who comes in and listens to. Um, I'm trying to think of like a big, like the Gemma Collins podcast or something like that may well then look on their device and see if you like this, you might like this and, and, and scroll through the carousel, find something a bit new and there'll be a little bit of that trickle down effect. I, I mean, we'll see if that works. That's what I'm choosing to tell myself. Yeah. <laughs> the I mean, moment, a little bit. I'm, you know, but anecdotally with me, our numbers have gone up as mm. all of these. I mean, when I started, it was about two history. Well, sorry, lots of history podcasts, but it was sort of two or three really big ones. Now there's loads and loads and loads, but it doesn't seem to have hurt my kind of overall listen. I mean, goodness knows it's a it's a dark art, isn't it? Knowing who's listening yeah. to what, but but um, it, you know, it seems like there's plenty of ears out there for everyone to get a share of. So it's it's nice, yeah. Yeah, precisely. You know, and even even over the weekend, I was at a I was at a little kids party for my five year old daughter's kids party and speaking to people and saying people saying what do you do you know the classic and I I said I, I you know I work in podcasting and still had most of most of the people there saying oh what's that what mm. is a podcast and obviously when you're working in it and when you produce one as regularly as you do you sort of you sort of assume that most people may know what that is so there are a lot of people who who haven't heard haven't heard podcasts yeah i imagine totally i mean I yeah. just, initially when i was really i started to go for it and say no to a lot of tv work and just get mm. stuck in i did think to myself am i like a 42 like is this what is this where it ends i'm a podcast <laughs> you know i used to and i and i remember now like weird, it's weird because two years late three, even two or three years later i'm like yeah damn right i'm a podcast I'm yeah like, I, you know barack obama's a podcaster bro exactly so like what are you, like i'm and you were there I, first I, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But I am certainly a podcaster, and uh, and that, that is fine by me now. So it's funny how it all just changes. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, no shame in it. Giovanna Fletcher, when she was on um, I'm a Celebrity last year, and she won it. She was on there as a podcaster, or she, which I thought was quite yeah. a quite a, a big deal to see to see that word being used rather than a uh, you know she could have been a host or whatever it is. Anyway, brilliant. Well, thank you very much, Dan, for coming on and talking about uh, your show and the network and podcasting in general. It's always a, you know, it's the kind of conversation I like. So, uh, and you'll be back on a future episode, of course, recommending a, uh, a podcast that you listen to. Uh, but in the meantime, best of luck with it. And uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for having me. And best luck to you guys. Thank you, Dan. All right, let's get into the recommendation section. And first up, we have a returning guest is Raj Panda, who is one half of Thank You Next. And she's going to recommend, I think, a couple of podcasts. Okay, it's time for a podcast recommendation. And I'm joined by both of the team behind uh, Thank You Next. Uh, We've got Raj and we've got Hardeep. Hello. Hello. Um, but Hardy, you've been on before. You've talked about Song Exploder. It was great. Now, uh, you know, the listener numbers to that podcast have gone through the roof. It's number one in the charts. But we're now going to speak to Raj and find out which podcast she would like to recommend. So what's it going to be? You gave a little bit of a tease. It's music related. The podcast I want to talk about is called Dissect. Have you heard of it? Yes. So what's Dissect then? It's an American podcast. What it's an American it podcast and it now has a UK spin-off and it is all about dissect, literally dis, literal dissection. It is next level. You are cutting up the album bit by bit, lyric by lyric, 
beat by beat pretty much and it's hosted by this guy called Cole Kushner who sometimes sounds like a robot he he does sound like if if Siri was a guy he sounds like that like he has a this robotic kind of vibe like I sometimes I'm like are you human when I'm listening to it but it works <laughs> okay he's it, it's it's like yeah he sounds electronic I don't know how to explain it but yeah he's got that kind of a voice you can see it's like a this dude talking about hip-hop and it just doesn't it doesn't it shouldn't work. It shouldn't match, but it works and it matches. And I think he's got a background in classic in classical music. He studied music at uni and things like that. So the references that he brings into talking about hip hop albums, mm. it's just things that are, it's it's the way that hip hop fans want hip hop to be spoken about, basically. And I love it so much. This podcast feels like it's made for me because he always picks albums that I am obsessed with, that I love, that I have loved, that not a lot of my mates love. So I can't really talk to people about it. So it feels like Cole is my little homie that like listens to the same music as me. Yeah. And that I am a geek about music. And he tells me things that I just didn't even know about these people that I thought I knew everything about. So no matter how big a, mu- a music fan you are, a hip hop fan you are, you need to listen to this album. I'm sorry, this... <laughs> this podcast so the latest one that he's done it's all about Yeezus Kanye West's album and just if you listen if you go and listen to the first episode the way he tells the story of Yeezus and how Yeezus was perceived and received by everyone when it first dropped he compares it to I think I made a note of this Stravinsky when Stravinsky like dropped like his new dissonance sound at a ballet in the 1800s and when like Bob Dylan debuted this new rock sound at a folk music festival yeah it's just it's just he talks about hip-hop in a way that no one else does and I love it and I think it's just very unique and I'm really pleased to hear that there's a UK version because it'll be so much fun to hear about UK music being discussed and dissected like this but he will literally go into the bars the lyrics the production every beat like what was going on in this person's life why does he produce music like this and they'll pull out interviews they'll pull out interviews with the actual rapper their 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 people their friends yeah. the production people it's just it's amazing there's nothing out there like it it's beautiful i'm sold yeah. yeah. So Hardeep, are you going to go and listen to it after this? Yeah, I actually wrote it down. So I, ha- I was talking about this before. I have a bit of anxiety. I need to write everything down. Otherwise, I'll forget. <laughs> so I wrote it down, dissect, really quick. That sounds You have sick. my number. You can no, ask I'll forget, me. I'll forget. Yeah. <laughs> I just checked. The UK one is called Decode. Whoa, need to write that down. Wants to go and listen to that. Yeah. So how does it work? You know, because it's it's a season, isn't it? They have a season for each album that they pick. So with the season, is each episode track by track or is it all just one big Yeah, each episode is track by track. And the first episode is usually like an overview of the album and what was happening in the artist's life at the time, what were the expectations on the artist, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So there's one about Beyonce Lemonade and the way that that opens, the season opener, is like... Okay, in this year, Beyonce was there. Three minute footage of Beyonce in a lift with Jay Z oh, wow. and Solange. You know, that Solange looked like she was gonna hit Jay Z, and all of this. And it was just like, oh my god! It just takes you back to that moment, and you just remember, oh my god, this is what was happening that year. Yeah, it's just so good. He is just so mega talented. If I could meet anyone in my life and pick their brains, I would want to sit with him. I'd want to have a coffee with him for like hours, several coffees. I've got a lot of respect for these people. Yeah, so you've actually listened to most of it right it sounds as if you've listened to a lot of them I've listened to a lot of them but like you know they're those I listen to podcasts while I'm doing stuff Hmm. and I feel like it doesn't do it justice for this podcast like I can listen to Catherine Ryan talking while I'm cleaning the house and it feels amazing and it's great and that seems like a really good way to do my cleaning because I've got someone chatting to me while I'm but with this 
I want to sit during a sunset and just listen to it and just absorb the sunset and listen to what you're saying. So I don't feel like I've done it justice. I need, I always go back and listen to episodes I've already heard. And that's just, yeah, I'm obsessed with this podcast. It's great. Yeah, I think that's really interesting, actually. I think there's a lot of podcasts like that, I agree, where, you know, particularly when I'm writing about podcasts and things, a lot of them I like to just put on. And if it's just sort of the same sort of thing every week where it's just chatting, then you can dip in and out and you get the vibe and you know the characters and the personalities. But yeah, when it's something that's been so painstakingly put together like this and it's scripted and you find yourself skipping back 15 seconds all the time, be like, what was that? Oh my I God, I, I do it, it all the time. Yeah, 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 all the time. Cool. Well, it's interesting that you guys have picked two pretty similar podcasts in a way, both of them going deep sort of into into music and trying to find out, you know, the secrets behind the production and what, you know, the thought that went into the lyrics and all that kind of stuff. It's almost like you've got lots in common. Like you might be good friends. Oh my God. We didn't really? talk about this so before. Shocking. And I, we, we, I think we both did have other picks that we liked, but somewhat we were just like, these are, these are like genius. I think yeah. they're, the, the hosts yeah. are genius. They've got really specific skills and they work really hard on them and got themselves somewhere amazing from like honing in on one thing and doing it really well. Amazing. Yeah, because Dissect got picked up by Spotify in its third season. So before that, it was like this little sensation, you mm. know, and I think it picked up loads of awards. But yeah, then it got picked up by Spotify and we all know what happens when you get picked up by Spotify. Yeah. You'll be on the side <laughs> of our bus, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did want to shout out a couple of other podcasts. So one episode of Modern Love that I really, really am obsessed with. And I only heard it this week. It's an episode of Modern Love that's called Why Do People Get Married? And right. do you know how Modern Love works? Do you listen to Modern Love? I've listened to a couple of episodes. There was one that was about, uh, did you listen to this one? The one where it was a woman who, who could see a couple across the street. No. Um, basically, she lived and she well, was sitting like in her so. place and across the street, a young couple moved in and they had no curtains. And oh, right. she found herself being a real voyeur, <laughs> looking across, spotting them. <laughs> and then she'd see them having sex and she couldn't tear her eyes away. Then she'd see them arguing. Why would you not have curtains? And then, oh, she, and then it kind of turned and the story turned. And I, it was one of those pods where I had to stop everything I was doing. And I wrote about it for you the magazine. You have to send me that episode. Oh, I can't remember what it is, but <gasps> listeners, uh, go and look in the back catalogue of Pod Bible because it has been written about. But Raj, I'll email, I'll email you after. That's my um, Yeah. But yeah, it's a really cool podcast. But which what happened in your episode? Um, so how it works for anyone who doesn't know is that it's based on a column in the New York Times. And they're all stories about love, various love stories. And this was um, a piece that, a guy wrote about his grandma getting married for the third time to her brother-in-law oh. and going to her wedding with his girlfriend at the time and how he realised like had the, that the way everything was going down for his grandma, he was like, I need that in my life and my relationship with my current partner isn't really like that. And they ended up breaking up two years later. And with Modern Love, sometimes some of the episodes can be quite cold, you know, like because someone else reads the letter or the, the write up the column and then they get the person on who wrote it. And sometimes the presenter's a little bit cold with the people. I like really warm, gushy, mushy, you know. Yeah. And um, it was the dude that wrote it. He actually got his grandma and her new husband on and then they were just talking and she, she was, he was like, why did you get this guy to marry you? Why, why did you marry him? And she was like, well, many people wanted to date me, but he was the only one that wanted to marry me. He was like, yeah, you know, like I just, he didn't ask to date her. He was just straight up like, 
marry me. Let's get married. And then they got married. Bloody hell. It's just like, whoa. But it's just a very cute episode. And he was very shocked at hearing his grandma be like, oh my God, like other, other men were trying to date you, grandma. Like what's going on? And it was just really personal. It was really cute. It was really warm. And yeah, I really, I loved it because I had just listened to an, an episode that was kind of cold and standoffish. And I was like, oh my God, why is this podcast not warm and mushy? <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, there you go. A little bonus recommendation on the end there. It's very cute. Hardeep, I realised at the end of your episode, I, um, I didn't ask you for your little extras. Have you got any last minute ones you want to chuck in? Quickly? I do. We had Black Girls Living on and they are hilarious. Also, they were on, they got featured really quickly in Michaela Cole's I May Destroy You, which is, yeah. whoa, that's, Michaela Cole is God and that is sick. Them two working together, collabing in their little way beautiful love to see that but they had a recent actually wasn't that recent i can't remember anyway they had an episode on where they're talking about hot guys dads aka zaddies on eastenders and they went through back through the eastenders crushes and storylines i listened to podcasts for escapism and also sometimes to learn not for real life or news a lot of the time so i really enjoyed them too going back trying to remember remember the old east end EastEnders storylines and I just found it absolutely hilarious I was stopping every like couple of seconds on my phone googling who they were talking about the character and then the absolutely ridiculous storylines that are in EastEnders um yeah I found it so so hilarious these two are really funny and they're really good friends Vic and Jazz and they just bounce off each other and just have a good old catch up and you can just spy on their conversation and I love it and we've had Vic and Jazz on here. So uh, you can go back and listen Ooh. to that, people who haven't heard that. Brilliant. All right. Well, thank you very much. We've got some bonus recommendations there as well. And uh, I'm going to remember to email you that Modern Love episode. But yeah. thank you. And uh, good luck with the rest of uh, your show. I say the rest as if you've only got three or four left, but I assume you're just going to keep going. Yeah. Just going to keep going until we're old and grey. Keep doing Perfect. our thing. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you, Reg. <laughs> thank you, Hardy. Thank, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Speak soon. Take care. Cheers. There we go. Thanks, Raj. Uh, as I said, we've got a couple of recommendations there and we're going to get a couple more in a minute. Four recommendations, I believe, in this episode. And I think Dan chucked a couple in. It's a recommendation heavy episode and you cannot complain about that. You've come here for recommendations and we're delivering them to you. Uh, I should just say in that chat with Raj, when she was talking about modern love, I went on about an episode that I thought was really great. It wasn't even a modern love episode. It was an episode of love and radio and it was called the living room. And I still heartily recommend it. If you just Google love and radio, the living room, uh, I think it's maybe like four or five years old now that episode, but it stopped me in my tracks. It was one where I was trying to do some sort of housework and I ended up just stopping sitting down and focusing fully on the episode. It was, it was, uh, it was breathtaking and I heartily recommend it. Uh, okay. On to the final guest now, uh, returning from the pirate ship. We have the superstar chef, Tom Kerridge. Uh, we have radio one's Chris Stark. They were on the podcast, when was it? A little while ago, episode 88, uh, talking about the pirate ship. Uh, but today they are each going to recommend us a podcast.
All right, I'm here with Tom and Chris uh, from The Pirate Ship, and they're going to give us a quick podcast recommendation. Tom, have you got one that you love to listen to? Are you a big podcast guy? I mean, I'm a big fan of football. I absolutely love it, you know, any sport really, but I'm also a big fan of motorsport. And um, I'm good friends with a touring car driver called Jason Plato, who is also like a, a complete lunatic. He's off his nut. He's really good fun to be around. But he does a podcast called Fueling Around. And it's, right. uh, it's, it's if you're into your motors and your car, like it's a little bit like ours in terms of it's, um, it's a conversation about cars and good fun and, you know, what's your ultimate motor and what road trip would you go on and where, you know, you know, and then you've got to pick a bit of music that you'd have in the car. So it's, it's kind of focused all around motors and motor cars, but it, but it's fronted up by Jason, who's, who's great fun and a great mate. Nice. Okay. I don't think we've had many recommendations when it comes to motorsport and that kind of thing. So that's nice to have something a bit new. Uh, Chris, is this tough for you to pick one? I'd like to shine a bit of a light on, because I think they're brilliant. Um, it's a podcast called the No Balls Podcast. All right, and cool. it's Alex Hartley and Kate Cross, who are two very, very funny ladies who just make cricket super fun. And there's no snobbery with it. And I just think their relationship is so good and so funny and so genuine. And that's what really bugs me with podcasts is when it feels like people have just been put together. Mm. I think podcasts are so intimate and so brilliant because of it. And you have to give all of your energy and time listening. It's not even like radio where it can be in the background. And I think you can tell relationships that are fake and that's what I love so much about their podcast. It's another sports podcast where I can relate to it because it's a genuine friendship and they love each other and they love the sport so much and they are brilliant. So yeah, it's the No Balls podcast. It's an amazing name. And yeah. uh, Alex Hartley and Kate Cross. Wonderful. Okay. Again, cricket is another subject we don't get touched upon that, that often. So yeah, very exciting. Cool. Well, two great recommendations there to go and listen to once you've listened to The Pirate Ship, of course. Uh, thank you to Tom and thank you to Chris for, for coming on. Thanks, Thanks so much. Cheers, mate. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Chris. All right, that is it for this week's episode. I'm going to get out of the sweatbox now. So let's finish things off by saying that podbiblemag.com is where you need to go to check out our back catalogues, listen to old episodes of the podcast, order our magazine and read extra reviews and recommendations. You can also sign up to our newsletter that comes out every Wednesday with podcast news and extra recommendations and reviews. Um, and at podbible is where we are at on uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter. So check us out there. We'll be back in a couple of weeks time. Work has begun on the very latest podbible magazine. So that's all very exciting. Uh, cover star illustration has been done and we're organizing our video chat with them so keep a eye out for that that's out the first weekend of october um, but we will be back in a couple of weeks for a brand new pod bible podcast until then enjoy all of our recommendations and we'll speak to you very soon 